Don Gerica on SAFM. It's the final hour of Beyond the Headline. I'm John in for Eldrin today. Phone lines 86 Enjoying the conversation I'm having today so far. 86 Let's take a couple of voice notes now. We will play some later on as well, but you can send us voice notes along on 614 Good afternoon, uh, John and SAFM uh, listeners. Uh, John, when we're talking about uh, the issue of a traffic cop uh, demanding a cold drink from the drivers, have these drivers attempt of giving them at least a 500 millimil cold drink, the real one, they must stay uh, with maybe Fanta and uh, Coke. When they demand cold drink, they give them those bottles. I think it will work. Bilombetsa in Bush Pakrich. Hi, Brajon, it's Freddy again. Brajon, you get a 2000 rand ticket for for driving through their town, MLO town, because there is a, a road for trucks that you are supposed to use. But that road, uh, Brajon, yeah. it's full of trucks. I cannot call them potholes, uh. those are ditches. Ditches, you know, ditches. That's where they want us to go through. Of which it's Prajon. <sighs> when you're carrying fragile goods, yes. those things are going to fall. And guess what? You're gonna be punished by your company. They're gonna be taking money out of your pocket if you, you break something in the truck. Yes. So drivers are stuck between a hard place and a rock here, Prajon. <laughs> And these municipalities, they yeah. don't fix their roads because they are making money out of it. All Imagine right. how many people they are giving that 2,000 rand ticket. You see. So you're avoiding the bad roads, and then you go onto the other roads, and you're not allowed on those roads, so you get fined. I know those roads. Where was I driving recently? I was driving out, I think it's down to Mpumalanga. I was driving out there. And uh, yeah, um, I forget the name of the town. Out, out to Mpumalanga. And it's exactly that, exactly what you say. There's the truck road, and then you can kind of go through the suburbs. Suburb roads are like, okay, the truck roads, as, as the truck driver there was saying, are ditches. It's not, it's not just a pothole. They're ditches in the road. And the trucks, I guess, will avoid that, but then they get fined. And does the municipality fix the road? Because then they don't get their 2000 bucks. Who knows? It's 11 minutes past five. We'll take more calls later on and voice notes as well. Let's go on to this. Uh, it's something we speak about every year, it seems. The Eastern Cape Liquor Board is calling on alcohol traders in the province to comply with regulations or face the consequences. The Liquor Board has shut down a tavern in Hofmeyer following the death of three people on Boxing Day. Two of them were teenagers under the age of 18. The tavern's owner and his assistant have since been arrested and will face prosecution for allowing minors inside of their establishment. The board's also gone on a road safety campaign to discourage drunk driving. Joined by Mgwebi Msia, spokesperson for the Eastern Cape Liquor Board. Good chatting to you again, Mgwebi. It, it seems as if steps in the right direction, getting rid of the lawbreakers. Yes, indeed, um, uh, John. Thank you very much for having us on your program. Uh, John, we, we are very, very much concerned with the liquor traders that continue to flout the trading conditions. That is why we are tra- taking very harsh actions against those who are found on the other side of the law. For example, the, 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 the case of the liquor outlet that you referred to in, in Hofmeyer. So that one, uh, again, is very disappointing what happened there, and we have since closed it down. Mm. It, it, it's all very well to 
do you, do you clo- sorry, let me rephrase the question. Do you close it down or do you take away the trading license? Look, the, the, the process, John, is that um, uh, uh, subsequent to what happened there, we had to immediately suspend the operation. Um, so, 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 so the first step is the suspension of the, of the operation of the, of the establishment until we have concluded all the investigations. Now, it will depend on the outcomes of the investigations, whether the outlet is permanently closed or perhaps it is allowed to continue trading. Mm. But in many instances, it's a very rare case where we would have um, a leak outlet, you know, its its license being reinstated, especially after an incident of that nature. Right. Uh, Unless they get new owners or something. I beg your pardon? Unless they get new owners, would that help? No, there's no way that they can get uh, new owners. Your license is your license, uh, John. Okay. If it is taken away from you, mm. you, you, you lose it uh, You lose it forever. So, so, so there's no way that it can be transferred to someone else, especially if there's a case like this one. It's a topic that we, we focused on yesterday. We're doing it again today in Gwebi, is the topic of underage drinking. Obviously, you can only speak for the Eastern Cape. How big a problem is that in that province? John, there's absolutely, absolutely no doubt that this is a very, very big problem. This is a very, very big pro- problem. And, uh, you know, um, it continues to, to, to really concern and preoccupy us as the Eastern Cape Liquor Authority. Because we, we increasingly receive reports about, you know, these places where they would allow underage people into, mm. the, into their establishments. And when we follow up, often we will not, we'll not uh, be able to track them down unless an incident like this one that happened at Hofmeyer so i mean uh, occurs but often when we get this report and try and investigate it sometimes it's not very easy mm. to 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 be able to track you know this uh, this unfortunate behavior by these liquor traders however we always request members of the community to please be our ears and, and eyes on the ground report to us report to SAPS whenever they see, you know, uh, minors being uh, allowed into a liquor establishment. Yesterday when we were talking about this, uh, there was also a story about breweries spending millions on, on small farmers and things so that they can you know, support communities, which sounded great. But the, the listener phoned in and says, well, breweries are selling these alcohol, this, this alcohol, to minors. But that, that's not right. Just explain to us who is at fault. It's, it's not necessarily breweries fault for selling to minors, right? You know, uh, it's, it's basically the the the, 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 the the owner of the liquor outlet mm-hmm. who serves. Let's start there. In fact, the, the transgression starts at allowing them into the establishment, uh, John. By allowing them into, the, even before you serve them with yeah. alcohol, you have already broken the law. Oh, wow. So, but the person that we hold responsible is someone that has served them. Hence, we have, uh, I mean, SAPS has, has, I mean, have arrested the, the manager and, and, and the assistant because the manager was responsible for the operations of the business and the assistant is the one that was directly selling, serving, you oh, okay. know, the, 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 under the, the miners at that liquor outlet. Mm. Okay, so that's underage drinking. You guys are shutting down, which is great news. Tell us about the, uh, the partnership you've done with road safety as well. Yes, John. We, we're working with road safety in the SNK province because we, we, we have also realized that uh, a number of road fatalities in, in the SNK are attributed to the use of alcohol. 
So we have since then collaborated with the road, uh, road, road safety department and other municipality law enforcement agencies to, 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 to conduct campaigns that seek to discourage this behavior of driving under the influence of alcohol, but also empowering road users about the dangers of, uh, of driving under the influence of alcohol. So it's a campaign that we have been driving through, I mean, throughout December with road safety to ensure that our people are empowered, but also encouraging them to say, please, let's consume alcohol in the comfort of our homes. Let's buy alcohol and drink at home. So that has been the message. But also another problem that we have had in the Eastern Cape are the pedestrians that have been, you know, uh, uh, victims of the road fatalities. We have had quite a huge number of pedestrians that have been hit by, on the highways, that have been hit by, you know, by the cars and all that. So we are also saying to, to, to members of the community, especially those that find themselves having to walk on the highways from the caverns and all that, we're saying, please, drink closer to home, don't drink away from home so that you have to walk on the highways back home and all that. So it's a campaign that we're very excited about, and so far we, we hope it is really yielding positive fruits for us as, as the Eastern Cape. Let's talk again about responsibility of tavern owners and drink driving. Do they have a responsibility that they've been serving? Take me, for example. They've been serving me. They give me three beers. I drink the three beers. Lovely. I pull out my car keys and start walking to my car. Is there any responsibility on the tavern owner? There is a huge responsibility, John. There is a huge responsibility. And this is what we have always been impressing on the the liquor traders. They have a responsibility in the sense that we always encourage them never to sell alcohol to somebody who is visible drink, I mean, who is visible drunk, uh, who is also driving a vehicle. Uh, So they must ensure that if someone is drunk at their, you know, at their establishment, they must make all the arrangements to ensure that those people are driven home. Mm. So they have a responsibility to, to protect road users, to protect drivers from driving, I mean, driving under the influence of alcohol. In some instances, we even encourage them to provide some accommodation for, mm. for, for, for people that are drunk so mm. that they don't have to drive home under the influence of alcohol. And, and, and another thing that we've always been encouraging them to do in the province, John, is that they must also ensure that their patrons have eaten before they, they, <laughs> before they consume alcohol they must also have water, I mean, uh, periods when they, they also have to drink water and all that, so that we don't have a situation where people that drink at your liquor outlet, uh, you know, the drivers, all of them leave your liquor outlet drunk, and, and, and uh, at the end of the day, we have this accident. Mm. Mgwebi, it all sounds wonderful. Hopefully, it'll all be implemented and people are listening and, and will take heed of what you're saying. Thank you very much, John. Thank you so much. We really hope uh, this time we will not have these accidents that we have had in mm. the previous years, particularly those that relate to drunk driving. Mgwebi Msia, thank you very much. Spokesperson for the Eastern Cape Liquor Board.